and also we're preparing a trip for Kentucky uh, right after that. Um, now we do a Kentucky uh, Christmas in Kentucky each year. And um, I heard from uh, Miss Lewis on yesterday, uh, the Thackett's is in, in Kentucky, Myra, Kentucky. And she was saying that we're going to lift them up in prayer. Uh, and they're in the mining area and all the coal mines are closed down. They're all closed down. And um, she said there's a lot of vacant homes. People are leaving because there's, they have nothing. Um, uh, some areas that's connected with the mining, I don't know how that works, but they've got things shut down everywhere they've got things shut down everywhere so whenever we think we got it bad you can hear somebody else's story you can hear somebody else's story and uh, she did ask that we ask the church to, to pray so that uh, they can find their way because there's so much going on there so we're trusting and we're believing God that that tractor trailer will be ready to go as soon as we finish the Richmond County uh, and we're going to believe that uh, uh, I think the week after Thanksgiving hopefully prayerfully y'all pray about it um, that truck will head out to Kentucky because they're in desperate need of food they're really in desperate need of food so at this time we're, we're going to prepare our hearts and minds uh, to hear from the Lord amen and uh, we're just trusting God that we're going to hear from the throne room amen amen let's give God a hand clap of praise amen amen Testing one, two, three. Let's pray. Bless Father our God in the name of Jesus. Before your holy throne, we come this morning. Father, we thank you. We give you thanks and gratitude. Lord, you have blessed us in so many ways, you've cared for us. You've kept us safe, Father. Father, it's by your anointed hand have you delivered us. And you keep delivering us from all forms of evil, destruction, through external as well as internal forces. God, as we come before you as humbly as we know how. We pray this morning for the sick and the shut-in and those that are in hospitals, the drug addicts that are caught in their grips of addiction. And Father, we just thank you this morning, Lord. We just ask that you would just reach out and touch. And Father, we ask a special prayer for those who are here this morning at House of Destiny, our family, that you will forever guide them and protect them and honor them. Jesus name let the church say amen let the church say amen one more time let the church say amen one more time audio video five four three two one will I our title today is the exceptional favor of God the exceptional favor of God and we're going to begin in the book of Psalms, the fifth chapter, verses 12. There is a word, as always, when we get in this pulpit, from the throne. Even when we don't play right, even when we don't sing right, we always preach right. 
And that's what we come to hear the word of God. We don't, we, we, we don't wonder about our ability to preach. We may wonder about a song that we might not be able to get right. But we don't never worry about whether we're going to bring something from heaven or not. And that should be all of our confidence at all times. Is that we deliver the word of God. Not the word of man, but the word of God. And the word of God says this in the book of Psalms, the fifth chapter, the twelfth verse. It says, for thou, Lord, will bless. This is not, I might. It says, for thou, Lord, will bless the righteous, those of us that are in right act with God, in the right position with God. It says that there's an automatic blessing there. And not only that, but with favor will thou compass him or her as with a shield. To encompass you, to compass a person, means you're going to be encircled by a thing called favor. Somebody say favor in the house. The exceptional favor of God is what's upon our life. Now in order for this to, under, to be understood, we've got to understand that the word bless here means that God says, I'm going to adore you that are righteous in me. See, there's an adoration that we give to God, but how many of y'all know there's an adoration that God gives to the righteous? And the Bible says here that he's going to bless or I'm going to adore you <laughs> that are righteous. And I'm not just going to adore you, but I'm going to do something else. I'm going to encircle you with a thing called favor. And the word favor there means I'm going to be pleasant toward you, so I'm going to encircle you with my pleasantness. And it means delight, so I'm going to delight in you. And I'm going to give you goodwill. That's what that word favor means. It means goodwill. It means delight. And it means pleasant. So God said, now, I'm going to do all this. I'm gonna, I'm, uh, in other words, I'm going to put you in a bubble called favor. Where nothing can penetrate you. Regardless of what it looks like. Everything, no weapon formed against you in my favor will prosper. No word spoken against you shall prosper. And you should be the one that cast it down with the power of your word. Because this is the heritage of the saints and their righteousness is of me. The Bible tells us in the book of Isaiah. So God says here now, I'm going to encircle you with a thing called favor. Because I want you to know that. I delight in you. And not only do I want you to know that, but I want you to know that I got pleasant thoughts. See, my thoughts of you are not evil, but they are peace. And then I, I got a thing called goodwill that I'm going to put in your life. And this is what God says he's going to do for us. You got to believe this. Do you believe it? Regardless of your situation, regardless of your circumstances, do you believe that the Lord said that he will bless the righteous and with favor he will encompass them as with a shield. He will protect you with the goodness of himself. Amen? So let's move on to what people so misunderstandingly see as a Christmas story. <laughs> We're going to figure this out today. By the hand of God. Go to Luke 1. Luke chapter 1. We're talking about the exceptional favor of God. How many of y'all want that exceptional favor? I know I do. <laughs> I want it. Not only do I want it, I got it. <laughs> it ain't no future thing. It's a right now thing. He didn't say I'll do it later. He said I'll bless the righteous. All I got to do is get in the right place with it. <laughs> and I got 
automatic adoration from him. All I got to do is get in the right place with him. And I got automatic favor with him. You understand? I got automatic goodwill. I got automatic delight. I got automatic pleasantness. So the Bible tells us here in Luke 1. You can see something here that's been overlooked by mainstream religion. That's why I don't deal in mainstream church. Because they miss stuff. They surface. They stay on top. You can't know the sea by just sailing across it. You got to go down under it if you want to know it, right? You don't know you by your external. I got to go inside you to know who you are. I got to go inside myself to know who I am. Otherwise, I might be fooled by you and myself. Huh? Tricked. I become a trick. A junk. Being pimped out. Huh? Lollipop man. And the angel did what? Are you there? Verse 28. Luke 1, verse 28. Can I get the, I need you to see this. And the angel, y'all there? Came where? In. Well, wait a minute. Holy. He came where? Where did he come? In her. Who was her? Mary who? <laughs> Mary is your soul. It's your soul that birthed Jesus. <laughs> okay, Christmas story. <laughs> we break something down to you. Give you some understanding here. The angel was named Gabriel. The word Gabriel means man of God. The word angel means messenger of God. So there's a message that God brings into your life. And he says here that he's going to the angel, he said, he came in unto her, Mary, the word Mary means rebellious. That means she rebelled against the mainstream religion. In other words, she didn't want to hear no more. Tell your neighbor and look at your neighbor. She wanted to hear the word of God. Big difference. She got tired of hearing that mess. So she rebelled against it. And when she rebelled against it, guess what? She was highly favored, the Bible said. <laughs> So then the angel came in. See, he came in to her. See, that's the inner sanctuary of your soul. See, that's what the church is, the her is. And said, hell. Or what kind of favor? Highly favor. The exceptional favor of God. The word of God says, highly favored. The Lord is with who? And you are adored. That's that word blessed. You are adored. Among who? Now, what's the woman? The intersexuary of the soul. See, how many of y'all know y'all's soul is adored by God? How many of you know that? You see, that's what God told This ain't no Christmas story. This is the real deal. Spirit. See, the Bible says we need to worship God in spirit and truth. In other words, these preachers need to get a revelation. Stop this nonsense out here. Because I'm sick of it. My whole, my whole life is vexed like the rock. Every time I turn on a so-called sermon, I get sick. That all you got? You sure you've been called by God? That's all you can do for me? No, something ain't right. And the Bible says in verse 29, And when she saw him... She was troubled at his sin and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. She didn't understand this, you highly favored stuff. <laughs> and it said, and the angel, that's the messenger of God, said unto her, fear not. Now this is Gabriel, the man of God speaking. That's what he means. He said, fear not, Mary, for thou hast found what? 
Somebody say it louder. Favor. You found favor. In other words, you found a pleasantness from me in you. You found a delight from me in you. And also you found goodwill from me in you. You have received favor with God. You ought to say amen to that. You ought to say amen to that. Because watch this. Go over here to Exodus 3, verse 19 through 21. We're going to walk a little bit because I want to teach you. Y'all don't mind that, do you? Don't y'all come to learn something that can help you? What the preacher talked about? I don't know, but we had a good time. We flipped and jumped over chairs and rolled on our floor. The old preacher got sweaty. He spit it all. Oh, man, he really preached the sermon. Yeah, but what did you learn spiritually about yourself? I'm just being real up here this morning. Watch Exodus. And the book of Exodus says, verse 3, are we there? Verse 19. <coughs> It says, I am sure, this is God saying, I am sure that the king of Egypt, he's talking to Moses on what's going to happen with Israel. <laughs> so the king of Egypt, he says, I'm sure that the king of Egypt, that Egypt is the world and the world system. He said, I'm sure that he will not let you go. No, not by a mighty hand. You see, what we have to understand is this, church, is that the mighty hand of the vices in the world that rule and super rule in our flesh that takes us down, don't, it ain't going to let you go easy. I say it ain't going to let you go easy. The word just told you that. The word just said not by a mighty hand is he going to let you go. So every time you think you're going to watch out because he's still creeping. You see? He's still creeping. So what we do is we forget about the creeper and we get took again. He said, now I'm telling you, Moses. He said, let them people know that not by a mighty hand is this devil, this demon that's in this world going to let you go. You know, the lust, the greed, the frustration, the addiction. Oh, that's what he's talking about. Ain't none of that going to let you just go. Because it's got a strong hand on you. It just ain't going to let you walk away. This the mob. You just don't walk away. Something got, to, something got to handle that. That's far beyond your and my ability to handle. You better hear what I'm saying. He said, it's gonna, he ain't going to let you go. No, not by a mighty hand. In other words, all the strength that you can muster still ain't going to let you go. So you got, you got to go further. It's got to be something else. Exodus 13, 9. Say amen when you get that. Line upon line, precept upon precept. Here a little, there a little, the book of Isaiah says, With stammering lips and a new tongue will I speak to this people. That's God's word. Are we there? Exodus. Exodus 13 verse 9 says that it shall, and it shall be for a sign unto thee upon thine hand for a memorial between thine eyes that the Lord's law may be in thy mouth. See, this is God trying to do something here. He says, for with a what kind of hand? Remember now. That thing had a strong hand on you, right? God says here, For with a strong hand had the who? Not you, but with a strong hand, the Lord has done what? Brought thee out of the world. Say world. Brought you out of your addiction. Brought you out of your whole hopping. Brought you out of your greed. Brought you out of your insatiable love for money. You know all them things. You know what it is. You know what your situation is. Just like I know what mine is, you got them too. 
And all of them are just as strong as the other. Because he said either way you go, it's going to take a strong hand. Because it's a strong hand that's got you, and it's going to have to take a stronger hand to deliver you. I hope I'm making sense up in here through the Holy Ghost. Now, God's word says now, this is the way it is. It's going to take a strong hand had the Lord brought thee out of Egypt. Go back to Exodus 3.20. Exodus 3.20. Let's go back there. Bible says, and I will stretch out my hand and I will smite Egypt. In other words, I'm going to knock it out with all my what wonders. Uh-huh. See, notice now, God say, how am I going to do this? With my wonders. You see, God got to do some great and mighty things in our life to get us to that place that we want to leave Egypt. <laughs> now, <laughs> Now, if Egypt's been beating the you-know-what out of us, right? Come on, y'all. Y'all can talk to me. Look at me crazy. Egypt been beating the you-know-what out of all of us. Ain't no need you telling a lie. All of us been beat the you-know-what. Now, I'd say it like it is. Children wasn't in here. Y'all know I would. Because I don't care. He's been beating us. Beating us down, right? Come on. It's okay. It's okay, y'all. Egypt been beating us down, that world. We got things now hidden in the closet. We fighting to get rid of. But by a mighty hand, it has us. And God hasn't seen fit yet to deliver, but he's on his way. Deliverance is on the way. You understand? Deliverance is on the way. All you got to do is stay strong, stay focused, and stay in fellowship. Because you can't do it by yourself. You can't. You walk away from the you when you walk away from love, you destroy yourself. When you walk away from the fellowship of love, you destroy your own self. You do. You become a wanderer, a wandering star. The grass always look green on the other side till you get over there, and then you see it's it's green because it was over a cesspool. It's supposed to be green over that. But you didn't know that. Because, see, all you were looking at, the outside, it was green. But when you went on the inside, see, that's what I was talking about just a minute ago. You can't know each other by looking on the outside. You got to go in. That's where you find out what's really going on. And it's all right to spot check yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, if something needs to be cleaned up, work it. Right? That's what we do here, right? That's all we got to do. Work with each other. Love one another. That's what Jesus said. Be long-suffering toward one another. Help one another in their burden. Pray for one another. Build one mind. All that good stuff. What's the other things are good, peaceful, you know, long-suffering, you know, favorable. All them things, that's what we're supposed to be thinking about. Not how we can come up here and destroy each other. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not right. That ain't God. What happened here? Jesus said, now I will stretch out my hand. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to smite Egypt. I'm going to do it with all these wonders of mine. Which I will do in the midst thereof. Mm-hmm. And after I finish with him, the Bible says he's going to do what? Say he'll, <laughs> well, I finish with him. <laughs> yeah, buddy. When I put them balls on him, and when I put them flies and them ticks on him, what, what, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. and when I kill his children, his firstborn, the one that he loved the most, you know, you know, that's that first one, that's that strongest one that's got you in the world. That's the firstborn. Yeah. I wouldn't kill that, because that's the one that got you where you can't maneuver. That old oak tree, that old demon, been there hanging around, you let him grow. You should have pulled him up. We didn't ask his to pull him up when it was just a little bitty thing. We let him grow. We fed it. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> and that was a devil. And we were petting. Do I need to sit out? Y'all looking at me like I'm crazy up here. Am I preaching good to you? Huh? I'm telling you the truth. 
about that little old demon that we petted and we wouldn't let it go. We kept, oh, maybe it's going to be all right. I'll just come and see him back here once in a while and just nurture it, you know. And that old thing grew up. And then horns started coming. You didn't see the horns at first. But he kept running. Horns, what's that coming at your head? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whoop. And then it started turning. Going crooked. And it started to become grotesque. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, you got to go. Uh-uh. I'm not going nowhere. Oh, I don't take orders from you no more. Now you take them from me. Wow. And he ain't going to let you go by a mighty hand. Because see that thing, done, it's done got up in there like a, like a tick, like a bug, grub worm. And it's just, it's down in there, you know. But the word of God says in verse 21, well, wait a minute. And he said, and in the midst, and after that, he'll let you go. Watch Revelation. We're talking about the world system, right? Watch Revelation 18. Let's go over here to Revelation 18. Watch how quick this thing going to happen. Revelation 13, verses 10, 17, and 19. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Revelation. Revelation 13. Let me see if I got the right. Revelation 18, I'm sorry. That's my fault. Revelation 18, a few more chapters on. Say amen when you get there, please. Yeah. All right, watch this. It says in verse 10, it says, <coughs> Standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that's that false doctrine that we go by, that mighty city for in one hour is thy judgment come see it ain't gonna take long when he start putting them wonders on it when god start putting his thing on it it's, it's gonna leave see it's gonna be destroyed it ain't gonna take long verse 17 say for in one hour so great witches is come to nothing you see that thing that once had you it come to nothing. And every shipmaster, that's every vessel, your soul, and all the companies in ships and sailors, as they made trade by sea, uh-huh, stood afar off. In other words, I don't want no more part of this. Ain't that just like man? When it get hot, you see, that thing that had you, all of a sudden, you don't want no more of it. You know? Because it's done, it's done got destroyed. It can't do you no good no more. Well, what good is your money if you can't even, you know? If money ain't no more good, I might well throw what little bit I got in my pocket away. It ain't no more good, right? And you know, what is that? I don't want that. Like that, on that cowboy picture, man tried to give him money, had big, big, big sack of money. Try to give him engines, some money. money what is that? That's paper, man. I don't want that. That, you know, well, that ain't no good to me. That good to you. But it ain't good to me. I want the engine though. And they, verse 19, and they cast dust on their heads. Yeah, they, they messed up. And cried, weeping and wailing, saying, Alas, alas, the great city we're in, which was writ, made rich, all that had ships in the sea by reason of her costliness, in one hour is she made desolate. See, talking about that old false doctrine they got out here that's ripping everybody off. It says, Now, <coughs> they done made merchandise out of you in the book of Peter. They made merchandise out, but all of a sudden now it don't work no more. It ain't working no more. Somebody say it ain't working. It ain't. Go back over here to Exodus 3, verse 21, because I'm almost finished, y'all. Ain't gonna be with you long. No need to be with you long. Say amen when you get there. I'm almost finished. I just want you to know that you have exceptional favor from God. You have to understand what you got. And a lot of times, we're so busy living for what we want, we don't take time to appreciate what we got. You see, because it's always something, something, something. 
You see, instead of us taking one day at a time, you know, like Jesus said, take no thought for tomorrow. We're we either living in the past or we're living in the future, but we're never living in the now. And all we got is now. We're just one heartbeat away from death. All we got is now. And if we don't take the time to appreciate what we got right now as a, as a fellowship, as a con I'm serious, people, this ain't going to be forever. Another generation will come through and we'll be gone. If we miss what we've got right now in this fellowship, that's our fault. That's our fault if we miss it. It ain't nobody else's fault. But man in this democratic society is so divisive that they can't be of one mind. They can't be of one fellowship. They can't be of one unity. They can't speak all one thing. They all got to have their own little dog instead of just giving it from the word. Everybody got to try to put their little two cents in it. And that's what destroys the body of Christ. Exodus 3 verse 21 says, And I will give this people, talking about us, because after all, we're Israel through the tribe of Judah, because Christ came through Judah, y'all. And as in Christ, so are who? We, so if Christ came through the tribe of Judah, so did we. And that's how we got grafted in. So don't you let nobody take your heritage from you. Talking about dumb folk over yonder. No, it's us. It's the church. That's the Israel that God is talking about. From day one, it's been us. Somebody say us. From day one. And they've been fooling everybody to think somebody else is better than you. The devil is, I'm chosen. I'm the chosen one. You the chosen one. You let nobody take your heritage from you. Because they'll try to take it. I know I cause a stir because I preach truth. And it's too strong for them. Because I ain't going before it. You can't bring that crap to me. I'm going to show you in the book. And then they'll go to something else that ain't got nothing to do with what you're talking about. <laughs> and I'll take them right back. Well, that ain't what we're talking about. Get back over here. Let's deal with this. Like I often tell you. She like to jump ahead or something. No, bring your butt on back here. Let's deal with this. See, it get hot. When it get hot. See, see folk get hot. They want to change seats. No, get your butt back over here in that pot. We're going to deal with you. You want to deal with everybody else. Now we're going to deal with you. So sit down. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? You're telling the truth. And I will give this people what? Favor. God Almighty. Where? In the sight of these stinking Egyptians. Psalms 23, 5 says, now this is what God doing. He said, I set before you in the presence of your enemy, a table. <laughs> right there in the presence of your enemy. I'm going to do this for you. They've been waiting on you to die a long time, but that son of a gun, he just keep rising up. They've seen him laying in the street like the two witnesses for three days, and they was giving gifts to one another. Say, oh, thank you, Jesus, because that, you know what? He doesn't screwed up so bad that he'll never get up again, and then all of a sudden he rises. Oh, Jesus, he's rising up to heaven. Uh-oh. Our gifts that we were giving each other about the death. What are we gonna do now? He resurrected. What are we gonna do now? It's just, it's just, that's the way it is in your life, people. I'm trying to get you to understand that there are people out there that want you to die. There are people out there might be among you. Could very well be among you. You don't know what's in the hearts of people. 
you know, he can be right among you. We've had him up in here, right among us. They want to kill us. And God, in his own due time, brought about a situation that brought the truth down. See, you can't hide it so long before it's discovered whether you're pure or you're not in this fellowship. Hear what I'm saying. But you can bet this fellowship will continue to go on. It always has because it's a God thing. It ain't got nothing to do with me. It ain't got nothing to do with her. This God territory. <laughs> I mean, you know, two fish and five loaves. That's what this is. Given in the hand of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you catch that one day. If you haven't already, maybe you'll catch it one day. Ah, uh, two fish and five loaves. <laughs> How they do that? Huh? God doing it. He broken and blessed it. That's right. He adored us. Uh-huh. Why? Because we were preaching his word. It wasn't that we were perfect. Lord knows I haven't been perfect, but our perfect preaching his word. You know what I'm saying? But if you were preaching it, you wouldn't be perfect either. With your crazy self, thinking that you would. Now you looking at me, but look at you. You get up here and drive and live for man perfect and see how good you'll be at it. Your perfection won't go, Lord. You better hear me. They'll kill you. Very one smile on you. When you if you look, if you when you let me tell you something. When you hear one say, Oh, I love you so much. It won't be two weeks later. That that's the one that'll cut your throat. If anyone ever come up to you, I'll, oh, we just love the church so much. That's a lie. It's been proven too many times. That's a lie. That's the one you better watch. It's been proven too many times. It's been proven too many times. See, see, we're talking the Holy Spirit up in here now. It ain't playing up in here. It don't make no difference whether you like it or not. We ain't playing up in here. Doc Man ain't playing up in here. Y'all know me. And the rest of you will. You know, I'm a lot nicer than I used to be. I'm a lot, I'm, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody can attest to that that's in here. I used to draw fire from this place. But after everybody got in line and set the tone the way this thing's supposed to be, then I can, okay. I think they got it now. Because they know he's still a fool running around here. See, see, you set the tone and then you back up. But you watch. Oh, yeah, you watch. If you think I don't be watching, you crazy. That's my job to be the watchman of the house. I oversee house of destiny through the eyes of God. That's my job. And this is what I do. I don't have to be here to be the watchman. No, this is a small thing. I can be back there and be just powerful. Because I know who I am. I know what God. And see, a lot of people got problems with that. Because they want to come in with this democratic bull crap. Well, we don't vote on nothing. You don't vote on the word. This is a theocracy. This is not a democracy. This is a one God rule. Whatever God words say, that's what we do. We don't vote as to whether we do this or whether we do that when the Bible tells us that we should do this end of discussion there is no negotiation that's why we don't have a lot lot of church meetings what is that to talk about (laughs) why should I waste y'all time talking about what color the carpet I, I don't care it doesn't matter as long as something down there it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is what kind of carpet is on the inside of you. That's what I'm concerned with, church. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I want the excellence of us to show forward. Watch the word. I'm not done. He said, now, <coughs> I'm going to give these people favor. God said, I'm going to give you favor. Except in the favor of God. In the sight of these Egyptians. I'm going to prepare that table. And it said, it shall come to pay that watch this when you go 
You're not going to go empty. 430 years, historically, Egypt had Israel in bondage. And Israel was paying tithes into Egypt. And the tithing was earning interest. The tithing was the hard work that they was doing as slaves. But what Egypt didn't know is that as Israel was building up their wealth economy, they was really laying up the wealth of the sinner is laid up for who? Just. The just. The just. Me. You. You know. The Bible said that. So, so all the pain. He's what you need here. Don't go weary in your way of doing, church. Because the Bible says in due season you will reap if you faint not the book of Galatians. In all of your weariness, don't get discouraged. In all of the things that have you enslaved, the vices, doesn't matter. Don't grow weary of it. Just keep walking. Because at a point in time, when you count 430 years, it equals out to seven. And seven means perfection. Time's up. When the time is up, for whatever it is that you've been going through, to end, then that's when the transfer will take place. So what you've been going through now in your life is only an investment. So when you do leave Egypt, you're not going to go empty because what they had allowed Egypt to build up through their economy of being a slave, what you have allowed Egypt, the world, to build up because of your economy as being a slave, then when the time come for you to bail out of Egypt, you're not going to go empty. Because from the word of God, it says that when they went, they left rich. From nothing... From Rad to Richie. Good God Almighty. Church, keep believing. We got we got a great future ahead of us. Eternally with God. Keep believing. Hear me good. Because I know God's spirit is speaking to this church. Good God, I feel it. Hear me good. We got a great future ahead of us. All we got to do is hold on. Keep the faith. Don't let nothing rattle us. Just keep on coming back. One day at a time. Just keep coming back. That's all you got to do. Stay in the fellowship. Stay in the love of God. You know? And when the time comes, God said, I'm going to give you a crown. Five of them. Crown of righteousness. Crown of incorruptibility. All them. Crown of life, you know, crown of glory. That's for the preachers, you know. You just crowns. Bible speaks about five crowns. And crowns got jewels in them. Now we're talking about spiritual things. Now spiritual things spill over into physical things. Amen. Because everything that's physical came out of the spiritual. Now we've got a great future ahead of us. You know? So what God does is when God brings us out, he gives us faith. In other words, hear me now. Now here's another place where we screw up at. See, when God gives us the faith, because He know you're gonna need it going through this earthly life called the wilderness. Amen. So He don't send you out here with nothing doing. He makes it possible for you to leave 
with your stuff. But here's what we do. Mm. We take the stuff and we build us an old bull called Apis. Oh, Apis is the mediator between God, their God, and man. So the first thing we do is they took the gold. Instead of living off the gold, they make a calf. <laughs> y'all don't get it. See, see, y'all, y'all looking at me crazy, but I'm trying to tell y'all something. I'm trying to tell y'all something. Instead of us taking the provision, cause see, over here is a greater thing to call a promised land. But in order to get from Egypt to the promised land, you got to have provision. God Almighty. So God gives us what we need to walk through this wilderness, right? And we make a bull out of it. <laughs> we want to ride the bull, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Ride a stinking bull. And Moses ground it up that made him drink it. You think not belly rough? Try Moses. Moses made him drink it. Made him drink every bit of it. Aaron and all of them. Him first. Oh, weak preacher. <laughs> That's what he was. Oh, Aaron. He's an old weak preacher. He did what the people told him to do. Well, read the book. He was an old weak preacher. And a weak preacher get everybody killed. Don't won't stand for the truth. Instead of telling the folks, shut up, sit down, wait for Moses. Wait for the bishop to get back. Huh? What they do? We don't do it our way. Moses come down through there, okay. I'm gonna break the commandments. Now grind it up. Grind it up. Grind it to a powder and mix water with it. And you drink it. And they drank it too. You, because see what they had did was they had received Egypt. God had got it out of them and they received it back to go through life with thinking. And that's why when they got over here they weren't ready to cross over because they still had the world in them. Oh this is good y'all. This, 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 this good. See, God give me this as, it, as we go. So, by the time they got over here to the promised land, see, they were afraid to go in. Because they done drank that mess back over here. And they carried it all the way through. Now, here they go trying Moses again, Dathan. A couple more of them. Little rock stars. The one that thought they had some authority. So they tried Moses again, right? And Moses said, okay. Everybody with them stand over there. All y'all with me stand over here in the Lord. So they stood over there. With their families and stuff. And they were leaders. Next thing I know, the whole earth opened up. Swallowed them up and their families. See, you'll get your family killed too. <laughs> if your family's stupid enough to follow you. If you ain't going, if they ain't going right, don't you fuck. Go ahead then. <laughs> what you say, sis? Sis, I say, sister Sad. is a deaconess at the house of death. She she had to go through some 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 uh, situations, you know, like all of us. But we glad to have her back. Let's give her a prayer. <laughs> glad to have you back, baby. You know what I'm saying? House of death is always these the family. Family. We're always going to be family. That's the way it is. So God has been so good to us. And God has such a great future for us. The exceptional favor of God. It's such a blessed thing. Until let us cherish and guard ourselves. Understanding that that strong hand that's trying to hold us back is still there. But God is constantly bringing in his mighty hand to knock that thing out of place as we work the word that God has given us. I say as we work it.
Now that's big difference than just coming in, jumping in, hooping in. No. It's work call now. See, teaching is about work call. See, see, after you, after preaching is for the unsaved. Teaching is for the saved. See, you preach to get people convicted to come to Christ. But after they come to Christ, now you got to teach them to make them know what Christ is all about. You can't just keep saying the old same old thing and doing the same old crazy thing over here. Fifty years later, they stick. You ever seen a grown man with a diaper and a thing in his mouth? Talking about, talking about let me leave. You got pampers on. I seen the thing on Facebook where it was telling y'all ladies. Had an old, big old, dark skinned, grown man with a pair of divers on laying up in the bed sucking on a thing. That was an indication of a. Y'all see that on Facebook? How, how do you women bring these men in that ain't men? They just another child that you bring in. Huh? You bring another child in, you got to nurse it. <laughs> Not a baby. What the baby gonna do? <laughs> you took the baby bottle. Talking about, I need some attention. You grown man, you supposed to be. Now you mad at the little baby. You ran the baby down. Come on, give me the milk. I see a whole lot of crazy stuff on Facebook, but some of it ain't so crazy. Even though it is crazy. Uh-huh. But you know God is good, that's right. I, I have fun this month. I don't know about y'all, but I come to have some fun in the Lord, man. You know, y'all do what y'all want to with that word, but give God some praise. That's up to you now. I'm, through. I'm done. Come on up, Brendan. <laughs> Amen. Exceptional favor from God. Amen. You got to understand what we got now. We've got favor. Amen. You know, so anytime we